0: Reading will not die, Uh, people will continue to read, I have all the numbers to prove that people are reading more and more, but we also have to make sure reading as an activity is relevant.
1: Hey there, welcome to another episode of Impact in the 21st Century, a podcast by Simbi Foundation. If you've listened before, welcome back. And if you're new, thanks for tuning in. My name is Aaron. I'm the host of Impact in the 21st Century, which is a podcast that celebrates the important work of thought leaders around the world, shares the stories of the inspiring individuals who are behind it, and teases out how we can all lead more impactful lives. I've been looking forward to sharing this episode with you for a while. Today's guest is Alan Lau, the co-founder of Wattpad, an online reading platform, which gives its users the ability to read and write original stories. The platform has over 94 million people, including 5 million writers, who spend over 23 billion minutes a month on the platform. And many of the original stories on Wattpad have been turned into incredible films on streamers such as Netflix. I personally love Wattpad's mission to keep people reading, and their approach as well as the founding story is deeply inspiring. Make sure to stick around to hear Alan's thoughts on where he sees the future of reading and hear the story of just how close Wattpad came to failing, and how Alan's perseverance paid off. We're lucky to have organizations like Wattpad thinking about keeping people reading. At the time of this recording, a new study has just been released showing how US reading levels have declined between 2020 to 2022 at rates not witnessed in decades. It's at times like these that we truly do need organizations thinking about the positive activity of reading. Before we dive in, I'd like to tell you about an organization behind the creation of this podcast. Simmbi Foundation is a nonprofit organization working in collaboration with the United Nations to enhance access to education in refugee settlements in Uganda. Simmbi Foundation builds bright boxes, solar-powered classrooms built from shipping containers that provide educational technology, digital learning materials, and sustainable energy through a microgrid to power entire schools and communities. Feel free to learn more at simbifoundation.org. And if you like the episode, consider donating to this impactful organization. Thanks for listening. Alan, it's uh, such a pleasure to connect with you.
0: Yeah, uh, really, really honored to be here as well. Uh, uh, I uh, yeah, very much looking forward to to this podcast, and uh, I can already tell it will be a very interesting conversation.
1: <laughs> I've been a huge fan of you and and your wife Ava and your asset framework for quite some time, so it's uh it's, it's really a pleasure for me to have the opportunity to speak with you.
0: So glad to hear that. Uh, and Alan, where are you at the moment? I am in Toronto. I'm okay. in at my home right now. It looks like an office, but actually a movie set inside my my house. Ah. Uh, it's, it's my home office in the basement.
1: Okay, I love that. <laughs> yeah, so so the, that isn't a background. That's a real those. Posters are on the wall. Yeah. When
0: was the last time you see a virtual background? a tree actually moves. Oh, you want to touch it? <laughs> no, right. This is real. Hey, that's well done. <laughs> Fantastic,
1: Alan. I want to start with just understanding your background and getting started. So, you you're born in Hong Kong, and at some point you decide to move to Toronto, Canada. And tell me about that. And why did you choose Toronto of all places?
0: Um, well, I have to say it wasn't really my decision at that time. I was uh, uh, um, a few weeks uh, turning 19, and when the our family applied for immigration, it, well, I was still technically not an adult, so I was tagging along. Um, the reason uh, was uh, my extended family uh, uh, on my mother's side um, one of the siblings of my mother came in, I think in the early 70s, love it, love Canada, love Toronto, brought the whole extended family to Canada, except for my mother, in the late 70s. And then uh, in the late in late 80s, my mother wanted to join, uh, rejoin the, the clan and and here I am. <laughs> <laughs> all right and, and so so you stay in Toronto
1: and then mm-hmm. I understand you, you did a, a bachelor and then a master's in electrical engineering mm-hmm. and and how do you go from those two degrees to to starting and founding um Wattpad? yeah, so well, um, walk me through
0: that yeah yeah it's uh kind of interesting um the uh, I finished high school before I came here, so i was um the summer that I came was the summer just before entering university, so I was thinking about what I wanted to do. Um, I was really into physics at, at that time. Uh, you know, I wanted to be a rocket scientist. Uh, so, um, uh, but I think my father made a comment. Well, I'm not sure it's very easy to get a job in Canada <laughs> to be a rocket scientist. And I, I think he was right. Right. So I picked something um closest to physics and things and uh electrical engineering uh, was a pretty obvious choice in a way. Adjacent area, uh not exactly, but uh, also uh I thought I could find a job at Hydro uh, or something, right? <laughs> that's how uh that's how I started. Uh and then quickly realized uh Electrical engineering is more than just power. You know, it's about electronics. It's about software engineering. It's about computer engineering. About many other things that, uh, both digital and analog. Uh, so um, I developed the interest in communications, uh, telecommunications, and and of course computer as well. These two became my area areas of focus in my third year and fourth year. And then um, afterwards, uh, after graduation, uh, I was choosing between telecom uh, and computer. And uh, keep a long story short, uh, after a very short stint at IBM, I joined a startup company called The Arena. um, When I joined, it was 50, 60 people. Uh, Three years later, after it was acquired by Symantec, it was uh, 700 person company so literally in a thousand days I saw a startup company became a um, uh, a scale up and then acquired for half a billion dollars and remember that was like 25 years ago half a billion dollars probably means a few billion dollars uh, in today's uh, value and truthfully that arena was one of the top 10 pc software company when it was acquired came from nowhere in three four years so um that was the most amazing. Well, second most amazing journey. The Wattpad journey is even more amazing, <laughs> I have to say. <laughs> but uh, it like helped me experience the thrill of a startup uh, and uh, never look back. Um, I started two other companies before starting Wattpad, and uh, and uh, uh, many of the uh, the founders and. Executives, they, they supported me and all three companies that started along the way. You know, my first investor was mm-hmm. uh, the founder of Dorena. Uh so um that's uh, uh you know uh, um uh the, the short version of this story.
1: So so you leave the arena and then you go on to start feed m8 and then you go on mm-hmm. to start Tira and then Wattpad. Is that the correct? Uh
0: question? no, uh it's after the the uh, Symantec acquisition, uh, stay with um, Symantec for a few more years. And then um, some of the external people started, uh, Bryce Buck, uh, which is a venture capital as well as an incubator mm-hmm. at that time. you know Now it's uh, mainly venture investing, but at that time um, I joined the incubator when the incubator was also a startup and then within the incubator we um tira w- was born uh out of uh, the incubator um we grew from three co-founders to almost two hundred people you know, raised i think thirty million dollars and that was uh year two thousand and one you know right after the bubble burst the dot com bubble mm-hmm. burst so uh it was um very interesting experience as well. Uh, And then um, uh, it's a complicated story, but um, the the story was uh, after Tira, uh, which was successful for a time, but eventually it failed. Mm -hmm. I started Wattpad in 2006. So Wattpad was actually the second company, uh, not the third company, Ah. but but Wattpad did not gain any traction. so, uh, my co-founder Ivan and I, uh, uh, while Wattpad was trying to gain traction, we started another company on the side. That's uh, FeedMate, and uh, um, while we were we were working on two companies simultaneously, so okay. uh, it's a complicated story. But that's the gist of it.
1: <laughs> I appreciate you sharing. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna want to dig more into that.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So. So I understand that when you and Ivan came together, if I understand correctly, you were quite passionate about making reading possible on, on a Razer phone, Motorola mm-hmm. Razor, and,
2: mm-hmm. and I
1: think Ivan was doing some work in terms of developing a, a writing side of the platform that, mm-hmm. that users could publish their content. Is, is that correct? Uh,
0: yes, yes. The genesis uh, of... Wattpad, even though the company was started in 2006, the, the idea actually started in 2002 when I was the CTO and co-founder of Tira. So um, Tira was um, uh, was a mobile gaming publisher. So we, we publish our own games, uh, including NHL Power Shot Hockey. We licensed the NHL brand from NHL and also Help uh, other companies like Disney, for example, um, Finding Nemo on the Nokia phone. You know, people actually play Finding Nemo on Nokia phone at that time. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, we we help them publish uh, globally. So that's that's the business. But um, I I don't play a lot of games. I'm not a, a gamer. Uh, if you look at my media consumption or entertainment, I I love to read. So in my spare time, I I built the the reading app prototype on on the Nokia phone. But uh, obviously, uh, if you have ever seen a candy bar Nokia phone, you would know that you could only read three lines of text at a time. And uh, to read a paragraph, you have to press the down arrow a million times before before you you finish that paragraph. So it's so unusable. Mm -hmm. So um, after building the prototype I, I knew. The, no one would, would use that. The, the technology wasn't good enough to, to do that. Mm-hmm. And then fast forward to year 2006, the most popular phone was the flip phone, which has a much larger screen. So you don't have to down uh, tap the down arrow a million times, perhaps a thousand times, you can read a paragraph. Uh, and that's prompted me Perhaps it's good enough. The technology is good enough. Let's start the Let, let me uh, restart the project. Uh, so I was busy coding in the basement. And I uh, in the blue, uh, Ivan, who, whom I met at Tira, he was the first few employees at Tira. So we knew each other for a few years. He, he pinged me hey, Alan, I'm working on a new product idea. Can you give me some feedback? And when he sent me the link, I saw the mobile reading app, which is exactly the same thing I have been working on in my my basement. And uh, uh, on top of that, he also built a website where people can share the writing and read on the phone. So uh, you're absolutely correct. Uh, I built the mobile reading app. I've been independently built the mobile reading app and the reading website and connecting the two together. Wow. Stars line, hey? Yeah, you, you just never know. Someone, uh, a good friend of mine, independently building pretty much the same thing in the basement. Of course, he, he was a few steps ahead. Right.
1: There, and there were probably, you know, five, 600 other people at the exact same time building the exact same thing across 20 different countries.
0: Yeah, probably. You know, I I wouldn't claim we are the the unique, uh, the two unique people on this planet out of the 7 billion people building this. I'm absolutely sure there were other people. But the fact that two people actually knew each other, Mm -hmm. came up with a very similar idea, and discovered that afterwards is like mind blowing.
1: I can only imagine the validation that you must have sensed when you opened his email and thought someone else
0: is thinking about the exact same thing. Yeah, my heart well, was pounding like How <laughs> would that be possible? <laughs> and so, so I got
1: two questions uh, along with this. So when when it when it comes to the tech not being ready, so you have this idea. Did you were you thinking? Okay, uh, mobile phones are becoming. More pervasive, and eventually the tech is going to get good enough for me to do this idea, and I'll just put on the back burner for a little while.
0: Yeah, uh, this is uh, absolutely right. Um, the if you had a chance to use the razor phone, you probably, especially in today's standard, you know, uh, it would not be good enough. <laughs> but when you see the trajectory from the Black and white phone to the color, black and white Nokia no phone to the color Nokia phone to the razor phone. You you can you you can project like the the, the phone capabilities, the screen size, and all those things. Perhaps the mobile network. Uh, these things are progressing every month, mm-hmm. every day, pretty much. So you know, at some points the Device would be good enough, and you don't want to wait until then because by then there are a thousand companies doing the same thing. Your uh, timing is crucial for any startup. You kind of have to capture that moment in time, but by capturing that, you 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 need to stay one one step ahead.
1: Mm-hmm. Absolutely, and and Alan, I guess alongside that. So you were saying you were building a a mobile gaming company, mm-hmm. yep. and. You don't really like gaming. And I, I, I'm curious, mm-hmm. how much of starting Wattpad was around wanting to scratch your own itch and wanting to just be able to use and enjoy what you've developed? And and how much of it was around um, just wanting people to read more as opposed to game more?
2: Uh, I I think it's... Um, I, 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 would, I would say many,
0: many founders would say the same thing, and I'm not the only one saying this, is uh, we are, the founders are the first customer or first user of your own product. Because of your own experience, because of your own interests, because of your own desire, you you would tend to build something that you would use. And this is, clearly this is my case, you know, uh, I love to read, uh, and if you look at my media consumption, that that's pretty much uh, the bulk of my time
2: mm-hmm. uh,
0: would be reading rather than listening or watching or, or playing. Um, so uh, and of course, reading we all know that reading is good, right? No one is, would say, You read too much, right mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so uh, uh, this is a very natural way to to build a product for myself, and you know that what you are building is good right as, as someone who has been in
2: the
1: in the reading and and creating industry for so long, what what trends are you seeing right now um, as it relates to reading? Be, be, and the reason for the question is on one hand, I know that Wattpad is reporting such remarkable um, growth and also time spent on the platform reading. but at the same time, quite often we're seeing you know, countries like the US with declining literacy rates and literacy on, on the decline. And I'm wondering, yeah, how, how you, the, the different trends you're seeing in different places.
0: Yeah, I think the um, uh, one thing I have been saying for many years is people will continue to read. They just read very differently. So uh, as an example, people read newspaper 10, 20 years ago people most people don't do that anymore, but it doesn't mean they don't read news they still read but it's read on the phone or mm-hmm. read on the uh, on the website so um, the we have to separate the the need versus the medium perhaps the container of that medium uh, at the same time of course uh, people have limited time you're not counting sleeping or working or studying you're probably uh on average an average person has 4 hours to themselves so we each medium is also competing with other forms of entertainment or or uh other forms of media right so um in a way um we uh Reading will not die, mm-hmm. uh, people will continue to read. I have all the numbers to prove that people are reading more and more, but we also have to make sure reading as an activity is relevant.
1: Well said. Yeah, You know, it, it reminds me of a conversation I was having with one of my supervisors. So I, I'm i um, just finishing up a PhD in econometrics, um, actually looking at the impact of reading while simultaneously listening. Um, and as a student with dyslexia, the way that I learned how to read was by reading books and listening to the same audiobooks, And mm-hmm. um, that bimodal effect really helped me. And that's what I spend a lot of time on. And that's what mm-hmm. Symbia as, as a company does.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and so one of my supervisors is an author named Wade Davis. And him and I were recently speaking. And he was saying that he's published about 40, maybe 45 books. And on Amazon, what's happening is some of some, he's getting reviews on Amazon we love your writing but could you write uh, some shorter books and what's mm-hmm. happening is Amazon these these comments are now reaching his publishers who are who are now actually putting pressure on him to write shorter form content to meet mm-hmm. the the demands of of a reading base who are used to shorter form content now
2: mm-hmm.
1: and so we so we're actually seeing you know people's preferences slightly change and i'm wondering from from what you're seeing with wattpad and the fact that it's uh, individuals who are publishing their content not going through a publisher per se mm-hmm. are are you seeing similar trends to to towards shorter form content and and is that something that concerns you at all uh,
0: i don't i don't quite see that um in fact i um Sometimes I see the exact opposite, because yeah. the um, well, I I think let let me clarify. You know, th- this is a very broad um, spectrum. So mm-hmm. uh, some is becoming shorter, some is becoming longer. So uh, I uh, I don't think it's, it's a is a, a general statement. However, what I would like to say is why twenty chapters. Uh, for a fictional book for for example or novel um uh, it it was the standard it's not because this is the most optimal length it's because if you publish on paper, you cannot publish a book with ten pages right It has to be certain size, right mm-hmm. but you also cannot publish a book a single book uh, not a series, a single book with ten thousand pages you know no 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 one would buy a book like like two feet long, right. I think, right? <laughs> so uh, in a way, the, uh, the length of the content was kind of artificially constrained by the, by the container, right. by the medium. But if you look at Wattpad or uh, the internet, I would even say completely eliminated that constraint. So the size of the book is, was a legacy issue uh, so what we have seen uh on Wattpad, because you can write two chapters and you can write twenty chapters and you can write two hundred or even two thousand if you want
2: mm-hmm.
0: there's no no limit we don't have that constraint uh for the most part at, at least so um we we when people are break free from that free from that uh constraint, they would be very innovative uh whereas, we see some stories that are hundreds of chapters, uh, if the if the uh, if the plot allows that, if the universe allows that, if the universe um, uh, is big enough, then you can have multiple books. You know, it's, it it never ends. It's mm-hmm. entirely up to your imagination.
1: Right, I love how the Wattpad how Wattpad has eliminated and freed that that container issue. I actually hadn't thought about it in that context. It's fascinating. Now, you've got this amazing platform. You've got 94 million people who use Wattpad, who, who read and consume and, and and create. And the, you know, the impact on, on the planet is just tremendous. And I'm wondering how you and your team think about the behavioral change that you're able to create intentionally or unintentionally? And what sort of things you you think about when you're trying to, for example, motivate more reading or motivate more content creation and writing and,
0: and how you think about that? Yeah, I think the, I, I do want to share um, uh, one example. Uh, it was uh, more than 10 years ago, I think it was 2009 when I received an email from, uh, from a user. We were still very small at that time. Uh, we received an email from a user in Africa. Uh, and this person mentioned to, to me, it says, thank you email. Thank you so much, Alan. Thank you so much for creating Wattpad. Uh, you, your creation allowed us access to, uh, to reading material, to, to books, um to, to classic books to, to many literature that we couldn't possibly have access. Uh, where, where I live, we, we we don't have bookstore, we don't have access to books, but uh I have a phone and with that uh through Wattpad I can read. And that was the aha, aha moment. Uh we, we never um we knew uh Wattpad would be very global and international, but that was the aha moment that, oh my goodness, we are actually making impact on someone that I've never met before, four or 5,000 miles away. I probably will never see this person in my entire life. but It could be life-changing to that person because uh, it's digital access, uh, it's free, uh, it's Global, uh, this person can access content created anywhere on this planet uh, from where he's sitting or standing (laughs) using the phone. As simple as that. This is game changing. This is disruptive. This is something that wasn't possible in the traditional publishing because in the old days, someone has to print the book, ship it across the ocean and uh, uh, find a bookstore, the bookstore have to sell this. And you are you as a reader, you have to have the money to buy this, right? There's so many steps, so many hurdles along the way, and all those hurdles are gone. So this is absolutely game-changing and life-changing for many people.
1: Yeah, yeah. And it, it's beautiful how at the stage and size that you're at, you still take the time to, to go back and reflect on the individual uh, people who it's helping.
0: Uh, I yeah, I, w- I would say that that email, in a way, um, was the aha moment to um, kind of not not change the business, but but expand and perhaps have a, uh, a, um, a new perspective, uh, not different, but new perspective on how we. Run the business because uh, even though we are not making money from some users, and that's perfectly okay. But we are uh, providing values, uh, uh, providing a lot of impact uh, on mm-hmm. these people, and uh, um, uh, in a way, it, it turns Wattpad, a, a for-profit private company, in uh, into still a for-profit private company, but also a mission-driven company. Absolutely.
2: Yeah,
1: and I, I think it it's pretty clear from, from your company, from the user experience as well as just from the marketing site, how mission-driven you are.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, I was reading um Yuval Noah Harari's 21 lessons in the 21st century. And he talks about how Spotify are gonna be getting to this place where they have the the AI and ML to know which songs you know, make you the happiest, give you the Mm -hmm. highest level of satisfaction or utility, and Mm -hmm. to constantly optimize and play those playlists for you.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: And I I understand that Wattpad are doing some incredibly innovative work in the machine learning and AI space for discoverability and content Mm -hmm. creation. And I'm wondering, I'd love to learn more about that. And I'd also like to understand, do you think we can get reading and Wattpad to a place where I could be perusing Wattpad and it could know, hey, this guy's probably in the mood for this five-minute read on this and can provide me with tailored insights to just keep me reading more often. Are are we moving in that direction?
0: Uh, I would say yes and no. Uh, Machine can do a lot. Machines can do a lot that human cannot. For example, we have, over a billion uploads, uh, we are seeing a new uh, a million new uploads every day in fifty, over fifty languages. So to to analyze that without the machine, we need to have higher million people to do that. It's simply humanly impossible, mm-hmm. right? So machine will help us understand the content, the content programmatically. And also understand the um, the audience. Uh, we we know uh, where, which country or which city this reader is coming from, when this reader is reading, and what this person is reading, right? and, and and all those data. And and of course, we um, it, is uh, is a community, so so the the readers can. Uh, post a lot of comments we see a few hundred million comments uh, every month so mm-hmm. that's a lot of comments they analyze the comments also you know it's humanly impossible we we have to rely on the machine so co- connecting all the dots mm-hmm. only only the machine would be able to uh, serve close to 100 million people only monthly users uh, really well to cater to the taste because I cannot put a human behind it, behind the screen and, okay, this person might like this and let me <laughs> recommend this story to, to this person manually. That's just not possible. Uh, however, uh, the there's one thing I always uh, told the team. Uh, we are not trying to use machine to replace human. Mm-hmm. We are using machine to turn our employees, our human uh, working on the product or uh, maybe some volunteers or whoever working uh, on Wattpad, um, turn them into superheroes. So uh, there's a distinction between the two, you know? Uh, There's only so much the machine can do. There there are so many things that human can can do a whole lot better job. And we, we have to
2: focus on the strength. Uh, on, uh, on, each,
1: on each one and combine them. Understood. I love Wattpad's mission and vision of to entertain and connect the world through stories and supported by the mission of using the power of community and technology to unleash the potential of stories to the world. Um, and and I'm wondering, so th- that's where we are today and that makes a lot of sense. But when, when you were first building Wattpad, hmm one and year two D- did you have that that mission and vision uh
0: no no i i would I would say nowadays we we have a hundred movie projects, movie TV shows, and publishing projects in development right now in five continents it's amazing. Uh, and uh, 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 if you if you asked me fifteen years ago when i when when I started the company i would uh ask me. Alan and Ivan, are you going to make movies? I would say, of course no. I, I, I don't connect the dots. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's the that's the beauty of uh, building a business. We we have never pivoted. We started the, the first day one, we were a product, Wattpad was a product to read classic books on on the feature phones, on, on the Rich. on the phone. And guess what you you can do today on Wattpad, you can still read Pride and Prejudice on your, on your phone on Wattpad today. So we haven't quite pivoted. We actually, we have never pivoted. The tagline day one when we launch on, the, on our website was read and share stories on your mobile phone. And we stay true to that. We are still doing pretty that. consistent, pretty consistent, but, yeah. We, we keep on expanding, we find adjacent areas, we find new in industry trends that we expand into. So for example, uh, just to name a few uh, trends that we, we leverage uh, in our context and amplify the business. The launch of the iPhone, the launch on Android phone, especially the $25 Android phone that you can buy in low GDP countries, right? that help us expand globally. Machine learning, Uh, it wasn't a household name 10 years ago. Now everyone knows uh, what AI and ML can do at least, right? Mm -hmm. And we leverage that. Uh, Why making movies and TV shows? Because there's an explosion in in demand for content, you know, streaming, right? Mm -hmm. uh, I'm just naming a a few uh, industry trends that uh, help us out there uh, much more than what I just mentioned. Uh, These are the trends that we can leverage to help us expand the business in adjacent areas and make the footprint a little bit bigger and bigger over time. So uh, come back to your original question about the vision. Uh, Even though we never thought about making movies, and 15 years ago, I think around 10 years ago we changed the company vision. We were still very small. we were like 20 people, 30 mm-hmm. people at that time. Uh, changed the company vision to what you see today to entertain and connect the world through stories. and you uh, you may notice that and and, and 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 that was very intentional.
2: You may notice that there's no mention of books. Yeah. There was no mention in, of publishing,
0: even. So we purposely kept that very simple because we, we already had the movie idea at that time, about 10 years ago when we, we, we didn't start the movie division like five years ago. So we, we, we had the idea, and that's why we, we used the word entertain, because entertain captures reading, writing, but also watching. But also listening, you know uh, we capture all that and connect we already had we uh, wordpad is very strong in connecting readers and writers. We want to build a global business that's why you see the word world in mm-hmm. in, um, in our vision uh, and of course we are a storytelling company. we focus on storytelling. we don't want to do any, anything else it's not it's not a publishing company because publishing you may be publishing things that might not be, be a story. So That's we want to focus on on story. And these four things, uh, people will always want to be entertained. People always want to be uh, telling or listening to a story. And people always want to be, connect, be mm-hmm. connected. And these things will last for decades and centuries. We will never need to change the vision of the company ever. And that was, uh, very, very intentional.
1: Understood. I appreciate you breaking that down. That that makes a lot of sense. It's, it's helpful to understand your thinking and, and process with it. Now, Alan, in the first two years of the company, I understand that one, it wasn't what investors would necessarily consider a, a commercial success. Um, but on top of that, I think it took a few additional years until the first book was actually uploaded.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And. I'd love to hear one about the process of, you know, putting the, giving people the opportunity to publish and, and really not seeing any click through on that for a little while. And, and then understanding how later on you start, you, you have this publishing or uh, people are creating content and later on, eventually one of these turns into a movie, then two, then three and I'm wondering if there are any parallels or similarities that you felt with the first book being published and then later the, the first movies getting developed from the content.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I would say no one wants to be a first one. Everyone wants to be a second one. Right? Mm-hmm. Now, th- th- this is especially true for a company like Wattpad, which is, in a way, you can see this as a marketplace, a double-sided marketplace, one size reader, the other size writer and and when there's no no readers there's no incentive for any writer to upload the content because the number one thing that a writer is looking for is audience event base we we couldn't provide that and without uh any content there would be no readers because there's nothing to read so how can i attract the reader so it's a chicken and egg problem for uh this type of uh marketplace uh, companies so uh, to bootstrap that that's why we we imported so many classic books at least the supply side of content is taken care of it might not be the right type of content Uh, we always want user generated content Uh, but um to kickstart that we we need something else you to see the supply exactly exactly so um the upload button, the right button or the, the right screen was uh, there in since day one, but no one tapped on that, no one clicked on that for two years almost. It sounds crazy, but that's true. Uh, yeah. perhaps we didn't do a very good job in marketing to to the writer at that time, you know. Uh, but um that's beyond the point. Uh I, I think the uh, we did the right thing. Uh the classic books brought in perhaps a few thousand uh writers that willing to come back over and over again, over and over again to to use the product. Mm -hmm. Uh, It it was also very unique at that time. Uh, For any company, you need a differentiator. Uh, And for us, it may sound like a very small niche, but then there were, and there still are a lot of people who would love to read classic books Mm-hmm. But they might not want to read this on on paper. They might be commuting. They might want to read this on on a train, uh, when, on a device that they carry all the time. Mm-hmm. So um, that was our, um, in, in a way, the, the, the wedge into the market. Uh, that was our uh, unique differentiator: mobile reading classic books that allow us to attract the first few thousand readers once we have that readers uh two years later we we attracted the first writer and then once we have some unique content from that writer it's just snowball afterwards i used to was snowball but it's not overnight it still took months and year uh, um, uh
2: years before it became a scale so what you're describing there um
1: so yeah, I guess what you're describing there later on when the company is more established, you know, fast forward after your first vision, um, after your first 10-year plan has been published mm-hmm. and that has really been achieved or or the majority of that's been achieved. Um, that's when you start seeing people's original content on Wattpad actually being licensed as as film and, and movies. Is that correct?
0: Yeah, we... Um... We thought about a movie idea uh, 10 years ago, uh, mm-hmm. but uh, very similar to, to writing. You know, It took time to, to gain traction. It took time to, to gain uh, um, enough uh, um, uh, trust from the writers, and in this case, the, the perhaps the, the movie producer or TV show producer to, to be interested in turning some of our, our, our stories into uh, into movies or TV shows. Um, the while we were thinking about how we tackle this and approach this in 2014, two thousand and fourteen, two thousand and fifteen. Uh, I think it's two thousand and fourteen, uh, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, TV network in the Philippines approached us. Mm -hmm. Basically, uh, the, the email that they co-email us and, and they asked for the thing was the thing that we have been thinking about for quite some time. We just didn't quite figure out how we should approach this. And it's like God sent in, in heaven. Um, what they said was, well, uh, I saw a lot of amazing stories, uh, um, Especially stories written by Filipino writers on Wattpad, and we want to turn some of them into into a TV show. Uh, why don't we form a partnership? Um, uh, we, uh, you tell me which stories would uh, uh, would be appropriate uh, to to adapt to to a TV show. Uh, we'll uh, turn this into in, 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 uh, uh, um, a screenplay, and then eventually. Uh, uh, we'll uh, be responsible for, for the production, so it's a perfect partnership because we didn't did not have that capability mm-hmm. in terms of production at that time. But we know which story is great, we know which story is popular, we know why they are popular because it's not because uh, a, uh, a story that we would suggest or pick for. Uh, uh chosen for a tv show is not because I like it, not because uh, uh teammates and, and my pet love it, it's because a million people are telling me that this is great, right? right? What other validation you want? Right. So um, that turned out to be um, one of the most popular TV show in Philippines at that time. And that gave us the in a way the formula. Okay, we try this in Philippines and it works. Great! Uh, it's proven our data. Uh, it proven our stories mm-hmm. uh, uh, can could increase the success rate. I, I know it's sample size of one, but uh, uh, you uh, we we saw the success and we try to replicate this the same formula um, across. The, uh, across the world. And that's why we started Wattpad Studios in 2016. And now, five years, six years later, uh, Wattpad Studios became Wattpad Webtoon Studios. And we are working on a hundred projects uh, at any (laughs) given point in time, you know. Uh, (laughs) uh, uh, Some of the... um, Top TV shows or movies on Netflix and other streaming platforms came off our, our platform, including the most recent one, uh, Through My Window. It's the number one uh, movie uh, on Netflix uh, in the non English category, uh, period. So, so many, number one in so many countries right now.
2: Wow. It's incredible.
0: And Alan, the, the,
1: the process that you're describing,
2: mm-hmm.
0: your
1: you have data to know the frequency of reading habits. Mm-hmm. So you have data to understand the virality of of a book or the cult following that this book, mm-hmm. or or that this whatever has been written has. Mm-hmm. And and is that helping to inform um, how you are prioritizing which content is going to be developed into a movie?
0: Absolutely. This yeah. is uh, this is our secret sauce, and this is the secret sauce that nobody else has because yeah. we we know. How many people, where they are reading, uh, when they are reading uh, at any given point in time, we know what their reaction. We know how quickly when we send out the push notification that a new chapter has been uploaded by the by the writer. We know how many people uh, came back on the platform immediately to, mm, to continue well, that kind of insights, as uh, God said. no, no, no one else. Has it Because traditional screenwriting, all you have is perhaps if it's a book adaptation, mm-hmm. you know, th- this book is a bestseller, but you don't know which chapter to keep, which chapter you should not. And that's why a lot of the the uh, book adaptation uh, to movie um, is not, might not, the fans might not like it because they might have cut the wrong thing. You know, it's very hard to compress 400 pages into a 90 page uh, movie script. You have to cut out about 80 to 90% of the content. But we know which part is, even which paragraph is the most important paragraph in the entire story.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: Not because I know, it's because our readers are telling us I can read the comments.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: You know,
1: something that I love about what you do so much is how. Beautifully positive behavior of reading is tied to profit, and it just to me it just seems like the most perfect uh, incentive structure that that the world needs right now. Because when I think about the number of companies, you know, the top paid engineers at Google and Facebook, they're not being paid to to motivate people to keep reading; they're being paid to to keep you swiping and scrolling. Um, and and so that that's one thought, and I just wanted to put mm-hmm. it out there and say thank you for for what you're doing, but but. The, The other thought that I have is I've never thought about a book as a funnel. I've never thought about chapters as top of the chapter one being top of the funnel and the last chapter being the bottom of the funnel and watching that close rate to figure out how to prioritize content creation.
0: Yeah. This is what, what the internet, uh, and this is what digital can provide. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: The, um, I think why the, the smartphone is so game changing in a positive way because this is the the first uh, technological invention in human history that can connect billions of people in real time all at once, and uh, and and it's free. The connection is free. Of course, you have to. Uh, uh, Spend money to buy the phone and the mm-hmm. internet connection, but the incremental usage is virtually free, right? These are some very unique characteristics that didn't exist in previous technologies, dating all the way back to steam engine. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> this is very unique. And uh, um, reading uh, existed for centuries, and will cont- People will continue to read, but now, and with the help. This new technology, uh, well, not not new anymore, but new in in the grand scheme. It's only smartphone is only thirteen years old or something, right? Um, uh, in the grand scheme of human history, is still a very very short period of time, and uh, it enables new ways uh, for people to read, new new ways for people to write, and new ways to gain insight of that reading and writing. That uh, it that wasn't, that weren't possible before.
1: And so when we think about, say, the next hundred years, are there any exciting advances in, in the reading space that, that you're looking forward to? Uh,
0: I I think you, you can safely assume that a uh, hundred years from now, people will say, really? A hundred years ago, people look at that phone thing to, to read, you know, uh, perhaps a uh, hundred years from now, you don't need to hold on to a device to read. Perhaps your- Microchipped. Micro, uh, uh, or your, your glasses automatically mm. project, you know, some of the glasses today that you can buy already has a head up display that project uh, directly that only you can see. So uh, it's not really science fiction. The technology uh, is pretty close to uh, be able to do that. Um, I think um, a hundred years from now, uh, perhaps you just close your eyes and you can you you can read automatically. Uh, That would not be would not be too too science fiction, (laughs) you know.
1: Oh yeah, and and I know you're not going to be able to share. Uh, Trade secrets with with us, but back in two thousand and six, you already knew. Okay, or two thousand two, you knew reading is going to happen on the smartphone, but we're not. The phones aren't quite there yet. Mm. And if there are innovators or people who are thinking about the future of reading and who are thinking about how can they innovate and what can they do to to advance reading and move this space forward, are, are there any? Technologies or are there any areas that you're particularly excited about?
0: Uh, industry trends are very hard to predict, but I would also say at, at the same time you you can see the trend lines and you can probably project um, you know, you, using my previous example, you know why would you need to what's better than holding on to a device to read? You don't even have to hold on to a device to read mm-hmm. I, I think that could be obvious, uh, uh, perhaps not in the coming decade, but perhaps in the coming decades, mm-hmm. uh, we we will see that. Uh, I think that would be quite interesting, um, but perhaps uh, um, uh, you know there is there, some analogy to to connect the, the mind directly to um, uh, to other actions, right? You don't you don't have to physically press a button, for example, so commenting like uh on a story perhaps you you don't even have to type right you can that emotion would would um share automatically optionally if you if you want to i'm just using that as perhaps a more science fiction example Mm -hmm. but it's it's also true um one thing is very very good at is of course, it's the, the content, but the connection piece, I do wanna zoom in. Uh, reading is a very solitary experience, right? You almost always read alone, you never, almost never read with a partner or uh, with, with 10 friends together reading at the same time. You know, I I know there's book club, of course I know that, but they all read individually at, at home before they go to the book club, mm-hmm. right? So, um, one thing that Wattpad changed is that um, collective uh, emotional reaction together. Uh, if you look at the, the comments, the inline comments on, on Wattpad, you, you feel like you're watching a movie together with your friends because you look at the comment, oh wow, I, like, I hate that joke. How could he <laughs> did that to her? And you look at, at the comments and like a million people, maybe a thousand people are posting the same comment. Oh, he's such a jerk, I hate him, you know, that kind of reaction. So you feel like you belong, you feel like you are enjoying this uh uh novel together with mm-hmm. uh many people that you might not know, you know, they might be across the world, right? And I I think as the world is becoming more, more connected, perhaps uh we can even make that connection uh, uh, amongst uh, readers and and writers more easily.
1: You start this business; it, it isn't picking up steam so quickly. You actually start another company alongside it because it's not picking up steam. And you, your grit and resilience—you you just kept going. You and Ivan. And I'm I'm wondering about there are so many other entrepreneurs out there who haven't quite figured out their business. They haven't quite cracked the product market fit. Um, I'm wondering what advice you have for them. And, and if you think that your asset framework uh, plays a role I- in that discovery and in that journey. Uh,
0: yes. Uh, um, now going through this, uh, building a marketplace that a double-sided marketplace building and that will from the inside once, mm-hmm. uh, going through this journey once and also investing in other, that we've had uh, these companies uh, quite a few times. One thing in common is the chicken and egg problem, mm-hmm. the, the seeding problem. It's very, very hard to to get the ball rolling. Uh, so um, we we didn't know this back then and perhaps there, there were ways to 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 make it a little bit faster, uh, but uh, I think we did all right. <laughs> we, we used the classic books in quite a few ways to, to get the flywheel going initially. So um, the if you are building um, network effect-based business and mar- marketplace, for, for example, um, knowing how defining your atomic units Mm-hmm. In the case of warped, that's a story. And then step two is to uh, is to focus on the supply side so mm-hmm. that there's enough supply. And in our case, we leverage the classic books, but depends on what you build. Uh, you, you, you bootstrap one side first. and typically uh, almost over ninety percent of the cases, the supply side would be the right answer. So you have to bootstrap that first. But once you have enough supply, to get the ball rolling, then you have to focus on the demand, and this is what we did. Uh, we once we had uh, the classic books and also uh, enough readers to post original content, and that when I say you know uh, enough readers doesn't we have five million. Uh, readers, uh, writers right now. But uh, at that time, perhaps a few hundred writers would be sufficient. Mm-hmm. Then we, at that time we switched to the demand side which is the reading side uh, uh, as much as possible. That's why we, we focus on building the, the iPhone app, the Android app, we were the first on the market. We make sure all the feature phones, every single model on the market, we covered as much as possible so that we have enough audience for supply. that supply. That This will incentivize and motivate more people to provide the supply. And that's Mm -hmm. how you get the flywheel going. And once you did that, um, then you you have to figure out the um, building the engagement, building the density of the network, Mm -hmm. find more ways to find proprietary data data sets. Uh, In this case, the the comments, the insights, right? That's the proprietary data set that, that we keep. Proprietary to us, and that's extremely valuable. And then, once you have that, it's it's golden, you know. Uh, this four or five step process, the asset framework is we we've seen it applicable in so many different cases. It's not the only formula, but it's a uh, um, very very good framework for I, I would say for most companies.
1: It's so helpful. I, I it, it's such a intuitive way to think about it. And I know that our audience, and I know that we've previously used the asset framework and uh, mm. I've actually previously spoken with your wife where she was sharing at at, at an accelerator that we were part of mm. um, the, the asset framework. Um, but yeah, th- thank you for that, Alan. And tell me, what is your favorite book on Wattpad at the moment?
0: Uh, the, Oh, uh, well, this one I, um, uh, well, you you asked me at the right time because of course it has to be through my window. Okay, <laughs> number one on Netflix right now, so definitely. Um, uh, 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 when well, it's a Spanish story, so I I cannot speak Spanish, but I definitely would would want to read the English uh, translated version of that.
1: Okay, okay, and I understand that this this recent acquisition. Um, 600 million US, which is, is unbelievable, means that, you know, a lot of people think, okay, well, he's he's made it. And I know that your perspective is, no, now we're just getting started. You're staying in charge, and you are going to blow things up. And I'm wondering, what is, what is next for you? And what is next
0: for Wattpad? We um there, there's so much we we want to do. Uh very hard to compress compress the answer into a short answer, but um uh I did write it down as a 10 minute read. Uh, it's called the Grand Plan. Mm-hmm. Uh go uh, search for the Grand Plan LL Wattpad. Uh it's actually on our company website, company.wattpad.com. You would be able to find it. Um so uh many things. Uh Reinvent the industry, uh, invest more in machine learning. Um, we, we we are still scratching the surface from that perspective. New forms of entertainment. And finally, uh, uh, help writers to uh, make more money. Um, we we are still really scratching the surface on, on this one. We do wanna, wanna, wanna do this at scale. And uh, greater uh, earnings and greater economy is uh, one of the, the new industry trend that um, uh, a, lot, a lot of the infrastructure enablers uh, are already, so, mm-hmm. uh, and we are um, uh, in perfect position to capture that.
1: So Alan, returning to the theme of creating impact through behavioral change, what is the most impactful, significant actions that we and our listeners can uh, do right now to improve our, our reading habits or to read more often? Is there any, any recommendations you have on that?
0: The in terms of uh reading uh is so accessible these days, uh you can read all you want on, on your phone mm-hmm. for uh, like 724. So um it's there's no excuse. <laughs> there, there's sufficient content that you can download or purchase. Purchase is also very easy, unlike 10 years ago, now it's uh, uh, in that purchase and all those mechanisms are widely available. Um so uh the, the the trick is discovery find the right yes. content for you um and uh building that habit takes time but building that habit once you have that habit it's like cruise control it's automatic you don't have mm-hmm. to think
1: I can't thank you enough for joining today if our listeners want to keep up to date with your work or with Wattpad's work or if they would like to get involved and contribute your vision and to connect through original stories. What's the best place for them to go and and to visit?
0: Well, the best place is uh, to join us. <laughs> go to company.wapet.com. You would know all the uh, announcements, all the new initiatives, and of course all the openings, and uh, uh, of course the ground plan and all those information. All the information is available on our company websites, uh, and uh, that's the best way. The uh, uh, equal number one and now the best way is to join wattpad and start reading and writing.
1: Sounds good. Oh well, I'm gonna start reading right now on Wattpad. Alan from from one passionate reader uh to another tr- truly I, I thank you for, for everything that you're doing.
0: Thank you. Thanks for inviting me. Really enjoyed the conversation. Bye bye. Me too
1: Thanks for listening. We hope you found listening as meaningful as we did. My favorite moment was hearing from Alan about how close Wattpad came to failing and how analyzing user data helped give them a second life. If you enjoyed listening, please consider subscribing to us on whichever platform you're listening from and leave us a review or a comment and let us know your favorite moment or feel free to recommend a guest for a future episode. And thank you to RBC for sponsoring this episode. Impact in the 21st Century is a podcast by Simbi Foundation. We're a nonprofit organization working in collaboration with the United Nations to enhance access to education in refugee settlements in Uganda. Simbi Foundation builds bright boxes, solar-powered classrooms built from shipping containers that provide educational technology, digital learning materials, and sustainable energy through a microgrid to power entire schools and communities. Feel free to learn more at simbifoundation.org. And if you liked the episode, consider donating to Simbi Foundation.
2: Thanks again for listening, and see you at the next one.